0: and use the code PEACE for 15% off today. I came to parenting with everything I learned in childhood, yelling, punishing, controlling, and shaming. After trying almost every method, I found the idea of connective parenting and I was totally shocked when empathy, listening, doing away with all rewards and consequences, and just being a safe place actually work. I mean really work. It moved the behaviors of my children and it felt good, really good. For the first time, I began to enjoy parenting, felt deeply bonded to my kids, and received so much more love and affection, especially from my very strong-willed and highly sensitive oldest daughter, This podcast was born out of the idea of sharing the message and helping parents find more peace at home, using the idea of connection. I love helping other parents in my private courses, online classes, and right here on this podcast, find success like I did over 10 years ago when I began using this approach. Join me each week, either alone or with a guest, as we explore the complexities of raising connected kids in a modern world. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting podcast. So glad you are here. Welcome to the Peace and Parenting Podcast. I'm Michelle, and I'm so glad you're here. I just wanted to thank everybody for listening and for leaving such great reviews and ratings, and I wanted to read one from one of our listeners. She says, Michelle provides great insights and guidance where less about how to fix your kids or a quick fix and more about a paradigm shift and perspectives on how to best parent. A plethora of loving strategies that work. It's also made me a better listener and communicator that has carried over to all aspects of my life. Life Life-changing, a must-listen. Thank you so much for your kind comments. I truly appreciate it. Today, I wanna talk about the idea of behavior and where I believe our focus as parents should be when it comes to our children's behavior and behavior in general. We all become totally overwhelmed with our child's behaviors, the hitting, the fighting, The refusal to cooperate and the flat out ignoring us when we request something. It's super frustrating and it makes life really difficult. And I know this. We've all been there. Me too. Sometimes we end up yelling or threatening or punishing or shaming because we don't really know what else to do. And things become so harried that we go to our default parenting skills. This includes me. Even though I don't want to, my default is all of these things. The yelling and the shaming and the punishing, all of the things that were done to me or that I saw in society as the way in which children should and could be treated when they did something wrong. And so I go to this default place just unknowingly. And I think many of us do. It's no wonder that we focus so deeply on changing our child's behavior and why we resort to punishments and yelling is because we so desperately need and we want those behaviors to change because life's hard and we need them to change right now. They have to change right now for us because things are difficult. Work, school, parenting, and trying to have a life of our own is just too much for all of us. There's too much on our plates and there's too much asked of us by society. And many of us are doing it with no family, no help. And we go at it alone as a single parent or a working parent or a stay-at-home parent who has all the responsibility and all of the caretaking and it's too much. It really is too much. So we get to our wits end. We end up resorting to these things that we don't really want to do because life is overwhelming. It's no wonder we try to find every possible way to get our kids to behave. We want them to cooperate. We want them to do as we ask without fighting us on every little thing because it's frustrating and it's annoying and it takes all of our patience. But here is where I think we take the wrong turn, in my opinion. Here is where things become challenging. The discussion is not, are the kids doing the right thing? Are they behaving in the right ways? No, they certainly aren't. But how do we make things easier? And in my opinion, when we focus on the behavior of our children, we make things decidedly harder for us. Instead of finding ways to change, we try to find ways to change our children. And this flawed thinking leaves us constantly struggling, often because we look toward behavior modification as a way to change our children, meaning we try to reward or punish or motivate our kids, often using manipulations, star charts. Threats, bribes, as a way to fix things, as a way to push our kids into change. We think we're going to change their behaviors with these tactics. This can work. Well, sometimes it can work, but often it ends up creating more unwanted behaviors because children are smart and they know what we're doing. They know we're just trying to get them to change to just trying to get them to stop. And when we use the manipulations, it doesn't feel good to them because nobody wants to be manipulated. Nobody wants to be forced to comply. And so they build up resentment and they might comply in the moment, but they might harbor ill feelings later. And so cooperation on another front or two days later or six months later, six minutes later might not be there at all. For instance, if you bribe a child to brush their teeth, that might work, but now they have to go to bed. And are you going to have to bribe them to go to bed because now they've said no to going to bed because you haven't tried to bribe them? Instead of resorting to these manipulations and threats and bribes and yelling, a more effective way to help change the dynamic in your home is to change yourself. But that's not easy. In fact, it's so hard. That's what I realized I needed to do nearly a decade ago. Guess what? I'm hosting my first official free challenge. Join me the week of October 25th for a free special time challenge. Did you know that special time is the lifeblood of connection? Did you know that special time can help you with sibling issues, transitions, and cooperation? Did you also know that special time makes you feel good and it can fortify and strengthen the bond you share with your children? Believe me, I've seen it happen over and over again. I will teach you the ins and the outs of special time and hold you accountable for this daily ritual which can change your entire family. It has mine. Each day I'll go live in a private Facebook group where I'll teach and answer questions all about special time I'll also send you emails with extra support materials. Join me for this free special time challenge. The link will be in the show notes and also in my IG bio. I finally figured out that when I stopped yelling, controlling, and manipulating my kids, they were happier. They liked me more. They wanted to please me because they saw how much I cared about them. And they felt better in our relationship because I wasn't manipulating them. I wasn't constantly damaging our bond with my own bad behavior. Sure, things were not perfect and they still aren't perfect. My kids still make mistakes. They say the wrong thing. They do the wrong thing. But they are kids and their behavior is immature. And that is acceptable because they have immature brains and immature life experience, and they don't have the skills that we supposedly have. But I'll tell you what, 10 years ago, my behavior was immature too. Very. I would get so incensed because they were so out of control. So it made me out of control, which didn't help anything. Our behavior is what indicates good parenting. If I can self-regulate, if I can stay calm, come with connection, not yell or belittle or punish. Things in my house stay more relaxed. My kids respond to that environment. They respond to a tranquil environment by being more tranquil. Sure, not all the time, but if I am consistent in it, I will see the return on my investment. They might not always do the right thing, but if they're given the space in a tranquil environment, They will also come to apology more readily. They will come to recognize their own mistakes more readily instead of being caught up, preoccupied with us being angry. So if I can keep my behavior in check, I can keep myself regulated. And that's the big question. Can I? And how do I? And there's lots of podcasts I have about self-regulation and self-care, and you can look more deeply into those. There's also lots of books that you can read. I think Parenting from the Inside Out by Dan Siegel is really good about talking about your own inner child. And also Adult Children of Emotionally Immature Parents is another really good book to help you learn to self-regulate and learn where those behaviors are coming from. But doing that work on ourselves is what can help us come to our parenting more calmly. And when we focus on our behavior. It informs everything that goes on in our home. The idea, I guess, is is that if we change, if we change who we are to some degree, if we change our response mechanisms, it can help our children also move theirs. So what I saw in my home is Esme became my target. And so I was constantly all over her, punishing her, threatening her, bribing her, doing anything I could to get her to change. But when I let all of that go, I totally, completely let it go. I thought this child isn't doing well. I'm going to try something else. And when I focused on my own behavior, when I changed my own behavior, it changed her. She responded almost immediately at six years old. She responded. It wasn't perfect. It took us nearly, I think, a year to like really get in there to where I was like confident in what I was doing and her behaviors had changed so much. And remember, we are the most important relationship our children have. Our relationship with our child informs every single relationship they will have in the future. What do we want to teach them about behavior? What do we want to teach them about how you respond to people? Because the way in which we respond to our children is the way in which they are going to internalize is the way and the manner in which they should respond to people. So what are we modeling? And what do we know about behavior? And what do we want our children's behavior to be? Because if we want it to be tranquil and calm and self-regulated, then our behavior has to be that too. That's all I have to say for today. Worry less about your kid's behavior and more about your own. It's super hard, but it's totally possible. If I can change from being a perfectionist and a control freak and a yeller and everything, you can do it too. If you want to find ways to do this quickly, if you want to really dive into it, take my one-on-one course with me. It is so very good. I sit with you and I help you unravel your own behavior while helping you encourage more positive behavior from your kids. Thanks for joining this week. And I hope you will join me next week. I just love this little Peace and Parenting podcast. If you want to leave us a review or rate us, we would so love it. And I hope to see you next week. Thanks.